Man, Fossil Phil, you ain't know what the fuck you talking about, bro. You ain't no blue mage. Hey, like I ain't spin since it's divine top. Like I ain't tried to set up a miracle seven minute time walk. Trapping and casting the kind of magic that's slapping all of the magic you're stacking. That's lacking the backing of cabin backer. Flashing them back, you're saddened by my lack of compassion. What you're slacking, I'm snacking. Like I ain't the best to play this game. Force and negation targets your past in flames. Like I ain't been to infinite convention centers where the magic with a hashtag conveniently ain't the same. Like I through lightning, like I ain't lost money trying to buy out brightling, like I ain't a fixture, think a big picture, shuffle back my graveyard, drink an elixir, you know I'm sculpting your mind, we'll go into time, easy, rather than time, the stack is all mine, sleazy, heart in the veil, force and dispel, always shuffling ponders and ask if you would like to reveal, seriously, like I never got choked, never got cataclysm to crater hoof, like I never ever stared at a devil or a chalice to shepherd and plan out every way that I could kill myself, so pray tell, what if what's never happened, how much more time in life would I spend being happy, would it be a travesty to never see the epiphany of seeing a miracle of guns are dry, getting splattered. Like I ain't smart, like I ain't hard, like I ain't sweeping the border, drawing three cards. Like I ain't chic, like I ain't slick, like I ain't properly stacking these predicts. Like I ain't mall, like I ain't keep, like my social reads ain't an instant speed. Like I ain't smooth, like I ain't cool, like I ain't a treat the angels. What it do? What it, what it, what it. Trying to come at me, tell me I ain't no boy. I'm a terminus the shit out of your board, bro. Terminus the shit out your board. Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always, Phil Blackman. Phil, how's it going, man? Man, it is going so good. Uh, before we start, let me just take a sip of this fine halo that I have here. Halo. Mm. I love me, I love me a good, a good strong glass of halo. You know what I mean? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna stick to Coca-Cola. Oh wow! Yeah. So let's let, let's let's dive right in, my guy. Yeah. Let's let us dive right in. So there's so, a big controversy uh, this week, huh? Yeah. Was it a kind? Was it? Was it though? Was it really? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. So there was a there was talk that um, we're we're learning more about Streets of New Capenna as Streets of New Capenna is slow, fast approaching. I mean, we've already had Kamigawa Neon Dynasty for like what three weeks? Old news. Time yeah. for the next thing. <laughs> I I'm uh, personally bored. I, I'm not even joking. Like. So like I said, hard. I built I built four uh, I built four new commander decks. I played enough arena. Uh, you know, I'm done. I, like I'd like I'd actually I'm not even joking. I'd like to see more new cards. Oh, I mean, I, I'm always down to see new cards. I, I I do enjoy and love me a good spoiler season, especially yeah. since the like Kamigawa was an absolute banger, right? Like if 2022 is anything, it, it's just consistent Kamigawa Neon Dynasties all the way to the end of the year. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, I'm I'm in. So so what we learned about. Uh, Streets of New Capenna. We got a couple of spoilers. First off, people were upset that the Triome cycle, which is being finished in Streets of New Capenna, it's an individual cycle. Cycling is not going to be part of Streets of New Capenna. It's just on those five lands. And now the cycle consists of five cards with the word Triome in it and five cards that don't have the word Triome in it. And people were upset about that. <laughs> okay, cool. Because uh, those cards, th- those cards, because they have the basic land type, see a ton of play. Anyway, Streets of New Capenna also has, it- it's about demon crime fighting families, or not crime fighting families, demon <laughs> like families. Like mob families, yeah, yeah. Mob organized, families, crime, yeah. organized crime organized families. Organized crime. They're organized crime. And the thing that, uh, runs the streets like the hot commodity on the streets of New Capenna is an, uh, a, a substance called Halo, which is you know a functional man. It's like it's like the equivalent of mana or Ethereum, like a mana Aether. potion, like a mana potion. <laughs> Literal. It's it's similar to how uh, uh, Alara had Ethereum and it was this magical thing that everybody wanted, and then uh, Kaladesh had Aether and that was something that everybody wanted. But for some reason, this time around, because it's set in a 90s, tw- 1920s Prohibition era, and they were like, hey. Have Halo at your pre-release, which is just essentially saying, have a concession stand, sell drinks, 
to yeah. your players because who doesn't love that? And then everybody was like, how dare Watsy promote alcoholism in this game for children? And I'm just like over I here. I mean, it's just a good thing that like there's not like a, uh, uh, you know, like a, another game that has this, that, this sort of uh, equivalent where there's just like, you know, a, a for lack of a better word, drug uh, that uh, players use. Yeah, so there, it was it was the thing that it, the thing that went viral was something that spawned from Reddit, and it was captioned with, "There is a drug in Nuke Capenna called Halo that runs the 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 plane essentially." Yeah, but it, at, nowhere in the press release or the stuff did does Magic call it a drug. It's just because it's set in like Prohibition era uh, film noir style that it was associated to being a drug. They don't say it's a drug. They don't, they don't actually call it that. And then when they came out after the fact to, to clarify things, they were like, look, it's similar to Aether. It's similar to mana, which is on every plane. Like, yeah. we're not promoting the use of narcotics here. Calm down. And yeah. I, I get the association. I get how people could make that association. Of course. And I get yeah. how when somebody does make the association, then everybody jumps on top of it. But like for a second, for a second, instead of we can jump on Watsi's ass for a lot of things, like for a lot of the mistakes that they make. But the to to assume that they were trying to insinuate getting kids hooked on uh, drugs or or be, to become alcoholics at a pre at their pre release because they said they opted for uh, LGSs to serve the drink that is part of their lore. Yeah. I we're, I mean, when they have like, a perfectly on. good gambling addiction that they're selling to people, I mean, come on. <laughs> it, it, it's one of those things where I, it, it felt like. No, here's the thing, right? Like, I I don't want to come off too strongly here, and that like. I've never had a, a substance abuse problem really outside of how much magic I play. So I don't, <laughs> I don't want to come off like we are, we are neglecting the people who are triggered by that. Like yeah. if they need to recalibrate how they do that, they, Watsi should be receptive of that. But the feedback to Watsi should also be such that, hey, because it's set in this way, even if you don't call it this, by association, you should be aware of these things. And that is uh, a conversation that can be conducive to help them promote their products better as they continue to explore or worlds that are that could have trigger inducing things but to, to to come off and be like watsi intentionally did this horrible thing i think is overblown and i, I was sitting here scrolling doom scrolling through twitter seeing the response to this being like how is this the take how is this the take by so many people that they're like you're you're promoting alcoholism no it's it's never once in fantasy lore has there never been a magical elixir or potion or anything that like come on it's part of it's part of magic it's part of the the fantasy also there's always like, been magical potions let's take for a second that this isn't just a children's game because like let's be for real adults play this game just as much as children do if not more the average the um, average magic player is 28 years old at 15. I was playing Vampire the Masquerade, right? Vampire the Masquerade is a role-playing game where vampires are controlling the world and you're doing you're doing vampire-y stuff in the dark and the shadows, not letting the, the sheep that are human beings know what's going on. But the whole thing revolved around blood, which was like a very, very, very thinly veiled metaphor for drugs. You know, Dude, like we just we just came from Crimson Bow, where there was literally right? a card called Blood Fountain, and they were doing human sacrifice at the ceremony. Yeah, I, I think it's I, I think it's a bit of a a bit of a stretch. It's a little um, satanic panic, if you were, if yeah, you will, I, uh, to, to do, like. Do you remember those videos from, I, from the early nineties? Dude, I lived yeah. that. I lived yeah. that. Like I literally had to go into the principal's office and show the principal how the game worked or that's so he was awesome. going to take everyone's cards away Dude, like, that's so because awesome. some because some jock's mom 
was like, you can't play these cards. There's a demon on them. It's Satan worship. And it's like, one, I'm not worshiping Satan. And two, do you really think that if I was that if I was able to invoke like demons, that your kid would be the star football player? No, I would be the star football player. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> I would make my life better if I made a yeah. contract with the devil. Get out of the, here. Um, do you do you remember the video of the guy with the mullet? Yeah, of course. Like, Ooh, do you, that guy. Do you, that do, you, do, you, do you have that? Do you know where that video is? Can you find it's, that? It is on YouTube somewhere. But it's yeah, definitely I, on the information <laughs> superhighway. We'll, we'll yeah. find it. and We'll link it. For anybody who hasn't seen it, just look up Satanic Panic. There's there's a million videos, but there's a great one where it's like this guy at a seminar who's like trying to explain how like you're creating angels and demons by by just playing games like Dungeons and Dragons and Magic Gathering. It's wild that people believe this on any level. Like my grandma was one of those people. And I remember going into a comic shop when I when I was like 15 to look for magic cards and she saw. Uh, a Middle Earth collectible card game poster, the, the Littlest Eye of Sauron. I'll put mm-hmm. that up over here, right? Littlest Eye of Sauron. And she, I'm I'm 15, I'm in the comic shop looking through binders and stuff, and she points to the wall like she's out of like poltergeist, and she's like, that's Satan! And I'm like, okay, Grandma, you've got to go. Like, no, no, no. No one has time. No one has time for that. Zero people have time for that. It's just, it's just wild to think that like that is that's a take that anyone was going to make off of off of games like that. And it's even more wild that this is the take that people are making. Like as a fifteen year old playing this game, which is I think what they're trying to defend. I think we most fifteen year olds know know well enough that uh, just because they see uh, some demons hawking uh halo uh to try and like create like even like even if it is like a drug deal situation does not mean that i'm going to go out immediately and be like yeah that sounds like a great idea i should i should like open up a speakeasy you know like what uh, what's the what's the a to b here i just don't understand yeah the 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 assumption that if you see uh if you see something in a game that then that will correspond to you behaving or doing things that are promoted in that game it's the same it's the same thing Thing is like people being like you're playing fighting games you're going to be violent i never punched yeah. anybody in my life and, and also like, the, the, the they're, they're actually the there I, I i will find the studies there are there is uh the science to reflect that like when you play shooting games or uh fighting games that that does not translate to people being more violent like yeah. if you watch movies with violence in them that does not translate to you being violent like it's, th- it's just in, wild in, that in we're a significant way like there's it's not there it's so. wild that it's we're 25 plus years away from my adolescence and we're still having this conversation where like people that were teenagers when i was a teenager and probably were saying the exact same thing that i'm saying now are now the people who are like uh that the kids are too stupid to tell the difference between what's fake and what's real it's like no dude they totally understand Children are not stupid, you know. It's like also, it, I, it's just wild to yeah. me that that's the take. It's it it, it feels it, to me it feels very faux outrage. So yeah. you know, when I, you we know, go to Phil, I didn't even think I had an opinion on this until we started talking about it because I was like, yeah, let, I'll let Phil talk about this. And now, like, I have a whole. It's because it, it is reminiscent of the satanic panic, where it's just yeah. outrage, which was clear. Like it's outrage over something that is clearly not the intent. And then you know, like when we go to the when we eventually go to the pre-release, and uh, uh, you know, somebody who's running the pre-release hands you a can of soda that just says halo on it let's stick yeah. that says halo on it or whatever <laughs> the nobody's lowest, gonna be like the lowest the lowest gonna be like, are version you, of that thing <laughs> are you handing me alcohol at this pre- yeah. like, that's just not gonna happen the, like, the that, bummer of that is totally that now realistic. now if like a store was going to do something cool like uh you know try and like 
have everyone have a highball glass that like they were going to pour like some bug juice into or something so that, like that. That, that that was where the 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 thing we're specifically smart. came from because in, so cool. in their in their press release they specifically put a disclaimer to not put it in anything or any container that could be construed as an alcoholic man where that would be alcoholic and that i, I just, think is i just that's, love- that's fine because if you do have people who are underage you want to say like you don't want to put in their hands something that would look as though they're doing something illegal. That's sure totally yes. fine as a disclaimer because you're a company and have to put disclaimers on fucking everything. Yeah. But the, to, to the idea that Watsi was like, how can we get kids to do drugs? It's just, it, 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 it doesn't make any, it's not real. I just, it's not it's a real a, thing. It's a shame because it's a really cool idea. If everybody dressed up like they were prohibition era gangsters and went to a pre-release, chef's kiss. That'd be dope. That's so That'd be cool. Dope. That'd be so yeah. cool. Like that's the kind of thing that they do. They do the lawn parties in uh in Central Park where it's like everybody dresses up like it's not the 1920s. Like that's so cool, you know. Here's, and, here's... and to not to, to like have that like preemptively ruined because people are being silly about like what what like news that they can put out as outrage culture is ridiculous. I think it would be pretty cool if they did do a specialty thing where if you prove that you were of a drinking age in whatever country you're going to, that there actually was a drink that you could buy. That would be really right? cool. Oh like my God. You just do it, go hand in hand with a brewery or something. And then like have a, you know, a, a branded streets of new Capenna uh, drink. That would be like, of course, but you do it in all like the legal ways. Like that would be a sick crossover. Yeah. Anyway, it's funny. What, the, what, and aside to that is like, I would have thought that with LGS's, you know, so many LGS's closed over the, over the pandemic. And so many, so many people are, were coming up with their own ways to figure out how to play together. Like, I'm not saying like play in your friend's basement or like some random guys, but like the, the idea that like we could combine bars and LGSs to me would have been such a smart idea. Like just a really there's already some, so, some, some game stores are bars yeah. right, right here in New York city. There's a place called Hex and Co on the upper West side. That is literally you walk in, it's a bar yeah. and then they have all of the gaming and they run events and everything, but it's a bar. Like they make most of their money by selling booze. Anyway, to, to, to move away from this topic, because we, we can keep reiterating the yeah, same thing over and over again. If, yeah. if, but I, I want to leave the conversation open because I have a, a pretty strong take. Zach clearly has a strong take. It seems like an obvious take to me, but if you are somebody who that announcement or that whole discussion or everything that we just said felt triggered by or or feel like the, the side where they actually did make a, a massive mistake and should retract it or whatever, and you want to come, we will invite you on the podcast to get that point across so we can hear that side of it because I, I don't want to just dismiss it because it did get a lot of response yeah. of people saying, how could Watsi possibly think that? I am not in the same headspace. So I would love to hear like the actual reason for why, other than it just being like pu- putting words in Watsi's mouth when it clearly wasn't their intent. If not there actually to... is something that they did wrong that that sparked something, I would love to actually have that conversation. And and I'll I'll, I'll be open to, to listening about it. Like uh, not to go too dark into this, but like my my family has been affected by uh by uh substance abuse. So like mm. I'm I'm not completely blind to to what the dangers of that are by any by any of the imagination i just think that this particular situation is is a bit uh, it just feels it it i feel insane having to talk about it is what it comes down yeah, to yeah it just ain't it right yeah it ain't yeah. it so anyway now that now that now that we've uh, we've talked about that and you know tis our duty as uh people in this space yeah. uh let's let's actually talk about some nerd cards yeah let's well so first thing i wanted to do is kind of direct everybody to uh some new stuff that we're that we're starting out to to do so you might 
have seen, uh, last week I put up two deck techs. Uh, we've got a rug and an infect deck tech. Phil will be coming up with some deck techs pretty soon. So we've started adding some more video content to our YouTube channel. So if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, please do. Please subscribe, like the videos and whatnot, all that stuff. It helps out a, a ton. It spreads the videos around. You know how and it's growing works. really fast. And it, it, it is. It's, it's really, really wild to like, to, to like, you know, as you can see, we've been updating a lot of our video stuff and figuring out how to do this stuff on the fly, adding, adding uh, images and stuff to our video. It, it, you know, just really trying to learn all this stuff. I'm on a, I'm on a big manic uh, ADHD uh, thing right now. So like, I'm just trying to like focus that into, into learning more stuff. And uh, again, that's, that's all thanks to uh, our Patreon supporters. Uh, so I want to, I want to thank those guys immediately. Also, I want to thank, uh, Dave Kaplan is a brand uh, brand new supporter of our Patreon. Thanks so much, Dave. Thanks, Dave. And uh, also Moxfield. And yeah, let's talk about Moxfield. Moxfield is a really excellent uh, deck building website. You can go to uh, moxfield.com. And uh, they're just all time one of the best deck building websites out there. They work on mobile. They work on, they, you don't even need an app. It just works on, on like Safari. Um, it works on Android. You can use it on desktop. It, really great, really great website built by my friends, uh, John and Harry. And uh, yeah, just che- just go and check out Moxfield. Yeah, it's, it's where we are, we post all the deck lists that we talk about. I posted a Ninjas deck list that I talked about on the previous episode on there. So uh, it's just going to be where deck lists get posted uh, anytime going forward. If you ever ask us for a deck list that we talk about or a suggestion for a type of deck list, you'll be able to find it on Moxfield. So right up sign up, get in on it. And um, yeah, uh, that helps the show too. Showing showing Moxfield that uh, uh, our our mentions brings their brings support of our, our listeners really help. Yeah. So uh, beyond the deck text, that we've done so far and the ones that we plan on doing if there are deck techs on decks that don't have a lot of coverage on them like they don't have sites dedicated to them they don't have channels dedicated to them or like um, routine streamers that are constantly streaming a certain kind of archetype if you want to see a deck tech on an archetype and we're not uh, masters of that archetype uh, we will invite people to come onto our YouTube channel to do deck techs on those so let us know in the discord uh, or the comments of this video what decks or archetypes rather you would like to see deck techs on and we can talk about the evolution of those things and do that style of deck tech uh, for those things because similar to what we did for um, the legacy budget deck lists, uh, having just like an easy go-to uh, sampler of like, here's what a deck does, here's what its main strategy is, here's why it's good in certain metagames, here are the tools that you can adjust in and out of it as just like a go- an easy go-to resource for people, I think would be really helpful for, you know, just expanding the format and getting more people into it. So yeah, I know I've got uh, I've got a few more decks to, to uh, talk about. Specifically, I want to do uh, that Bug Death Shadows deck that I took mm-hmm. to uh to the scg con i know phil's gonna at least do miracles gotta at least do miracles yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll just do 60 different miracles versus yeah. miracles super easy well um, i know i know now you have to do uh you do altered miracles and then because of power creep you have to do unaltered miracles yeah that's, that's did you see that I'll, did you see that short uh yeah. from 90s mtg <laughs> that, that is that is one thing that I, <laughs> I i definitely have to do is i have to just like lay out my altered my, my fully altered miracles list and just do a a, a personal deck tech of the alters yeah yeah. Um, shout out to the altar community and everybody, everybody part of it. It is. Uh, I, I just got a bunch of new stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll share it in the dis- in our Discord. It's beautiful. It's exquisite. I can't wait to to play with these cards. Yeah. Um, and speaking of, I'm playing in a 1K on Saturday, and I will be sleeping up miracles. So there you go. Forever Man, I, I really wish I could come up to the to the 1K. I think I would just go after that bug uh, that bug shadow list again. Man, I I had yeah, so much fun playing that list, and it's just such a it's such a dark horse uh, deck that like you can you, 
you just don't, nobody nobody really sees berserk coming out of out of a shadow deck to begin with mm-hmm. i mean they they see me they're gonna realize that obviously right but like being able to just cast like wither bloom command uh and and stuff like that it's just so cool the deck the deck just runs it runs very similar to how i i used to play rug delver because you're playing with stifles and and then you have these giant threats in the form of your death shadow and like mm-hmm. like i said at the uh at scg is that like this is a deck where you can you even have uh, a matchup against Dexy you would think normally would be very good against you like burn yep like because burn, you can just, turn the burn just like gave me it boosted me like i was like okay cool turn two i'm gonna play a five five death shadow let's do this yep. you know um you, you reminded me uh on uh as i was like just thinking of lists that I was going to play at the 1K, I was thinking of how you told me that Death Shadow was uh, had performed really well for you, and how I had also played against Death Shadow at the S, uh, at the SEG uh, event a month ago or so, and be- being reminded at how powerful just really efficient fat threats can be, and I was trying to figure out how to uh, leverage Dress Down and Death Shadow and the other things that go well with Dress Down, and I was looking at trying to f- figure out a uh, you know a Dreadnought build with like stifles and dress downs and and all of that stuff but um one card that it 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 made me think of that could work as like an alternate berserk thing in a shell like that we're getting into deck building territory now yeah. is um between death shadow uh dress down and dreadnought and having that shell so similar to like what we talked about on abc deck building it's like if death shadow is the legacy power level thing to do therefore i want dress down therefore i want dreadnought and then you could circle it and be like well then you want stifle and i know that you're a man who loves a good stifle i love a good stifle and it's true I, I, it's one of those things where it might be too convoluted to do but i'm I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, just being able to play Urza Saga to also make fatties. And I know that you were, were on Berserk and Berserk has proved powerful and it's probably, Berserk is probably just the better card because you get access to green. But if you, instead of playing green, if you played Urza Saga as you're uh, in those slots to there find are the some Shadow decks that are playing that are playing Urza Saga that, that play uh, like some number of it to, and you can tutor up the Dreadnought you can stifle it or you can find um, Shadow Spear which I get that Shadow Spear giving lifelink isn't what you want in Death Shadow but for the uh, gameplay of I want the thing that gives it trample to push through a bunch of damage yeah it gives trample so it could be like your one shot on a, on a, on a big threat uh, or on a Death Shadow or something and now you have Constructs Death Shadows and Dreadnoughts as all these fat threats that could be really cool and never in my life zach was i ever excited to play with uh stifle and now i am so that, that, <laughs> I, I love I, playing I, stifle man that's my that's my probably one of my favorite magic cards yeah dude i mean i i, I played against uh cloud post this past week and uh i played with two stifle in my deck uh because i was just trying to try something new and let me tell you that match went from being unwinnable to a buy it, it's it's wild how good Stifle is, and people are always like, "Oh man, like what if I, uh, you know, like what if you play a deck that doesn't have uh, fetch lands in it, like Death and Taxes?" It's like, dude, that's really still very good. You can stop a Stoneforge Mystic from finding a, a piece of equipment. You know, there's tons of there's so many triggers in in Legacy that you're gonna find something useful there. Or like if you're playing lands and you're like, no, you don't actually get to copy, uh, or no, you don't get to 
to bring uh, Merit Lage into play off of uh, your uh, Dark Depths. You know, yeah. stuff, stuff like that. Like, just, it, it, that card is such a time walk at times, but it's also just like, oh, are you going to storm off? I guess uh, I'll stifle your storm. You won't do storm anymore. St- I, like, I could talk for hours about how good stifle is. Dude, it, it, one of the things that uh, was magical was uh, never have I ever stifled uh, an Emrakul trigger. And let me tell you, uh, a 15-15 flyer that's like, got protection from almost everything isn't nearly as scary if you get to take a turn first it can yeah. still kill you yeah. but let me tell you when you actually get to do things uh like sh- chef's kiss jace bouncing an emerald cool no 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 yeah could eat that all day anyway uh so the uh other thing that we want to talk about is there are some streets of new capenna spoilers that are that have happened so far beyond the lands we have the ascendancy cycle mm-hmm. that they're going to finish for uh not wedges but shards essentially because that's it's it's a shard block so we have broker's ascendancy which is the bant one uh which is at the it's a three mana enchantment one of each color and when it at the end of your turn you can put a plus one plus one counter on each creature you control and a loyalty counter on each planeswalker you control this one not good enough for legacy i don't think unless there's some kind of weird combo that i'm unaware of but let's speculate zach what's the rest of it going to look like oh man okay grixis Man, I didn't I didn't prepare for this. Uh so let's think. We've got Grixis, we've got Esper. Esper is probably something like bring a artifact out of your graveyard into your hand every turn. Oh, right? you just you think it's just gonna be a disentomb? Uh uh it's gonna be a reconstruction every turn? Yeah, reconstruction every turn. Uh okay. Grixis, uh three mana for Grixis. What if it's just uh elemental augury from uh elemental. Oh, you just want you want you want them to do throwbacks. No, uh so man, Grixis Grixis I'll come back to. Bant, we've got um then we've got what jund 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 what if jund is like give a negative one negative one to a creature and a plus one plus one to a creature what if like counters are like a thing for the set so i it's possible i I was using the all of the uh inspiration i got on speculation here was just looking at the triomes for the wedges that we got. Okay. The images on the triomes, and then trying to be like, okay, what would happen in this image? And that's going to be what the ascendancy <laughs> is going to be. So right? you've so decided the jun- that the the the, the uh, bant one, that's what's happening in that one. Well, the bant in the bant one, they're they're like like it's literally like a a tower in the middle of Manhattan. It's literally a law yeah. office, is what it looks like, right? And that's what they are. They're all lawyers, and so it's like, of course, they're just at a table, and they're like, as lawyers, we're just gonna you know get rich and. And so everybody gets bigger. Yeah. Uh, so in the Jund one, it's it's a dude sweeping or like cleaning the canvas of a boxing ring. And so I think every turn it's going to uh, have your creatures fight their creatures. Okay. Like okay. I think it's just gonna. Well, what I if think, it just? Think, what if it doesn't even fight? It just like deals damage. Like you know. It like, could be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm like the Jund here is just going to be Fight Club. And it seems like it. they've kind of moved away from fight as a mechanic, uh, it, and that feels like because it's such a feel bad at times when your creatures are smaller than your opponent's creatures. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong, but like also, why are you playing creatures? Also, you should just you should just not play creatures. <laughs> for the Esper one, the the artifact thing is 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 a good idea. I mean, the emblem for them is literally a knife going through a hand. So I imagine that uh, the Obscura, which is the Esper of this plane, are going to have something to do with uh, being the hitmen, and that means that you're going to essentially put them in really tight positions. So I think the 
Obscura Ascendancy is going to do something with restrictions. Like, I think it's going to be the the, the type of card that says uh, your opponents can only cast one spell per turn or every spell that they cast beyond their first costs them life or something. Like, some kind of thing that's going to make it more difficult for them to actually navigate the game. As though... You were constantly on the lookout of being killed. Okay. I think flavorfully that would make sense. So I, I think I think I fi- fixed my jun- my jund one. It'll be do one damage, give a plus one plus one counter, and give a negative one negative one counter. Okay. Okay. So, so you, three. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because you're like three different colors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grixis, I think Nickel Bolas returns. <laughs> Grixis, just like yeah. Nickel 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 Bolas is just in the streets of New Cabana. He's hanging out with Nixilis. What's up, Nixilis going to do? Nixilis, <sighs> man, I. Just that that's like it was so easy for me to figure out like what Garrick was gonna do when we only had like seven seven planeswalkers, not like nine, you know, like nine versions of a thing. But coming yeah. up with like a planeswalker to who to me is just like bad necropotence. Right, like he's like do one damage to yourself, draw a card, kill a creature. Yep. Uh, you know he'll do like two, he'll 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 do uh what is it uh sign in blood uh okay it, it'll do heroes downfall and uh-huh. the the ultimate will be uh what's it the uh, return from the dead realms because it seems like they tack that onto like everything now. Yeah, that's not that's 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 not a bad guess. So I'm trying like I'm Nixus historically when we first met him it was in Zendikar. And he had lost his spark. He was a demon mm-hmm. who lost his spark. Just a guy. And yeah. that, that was the whole thing. He was, he was, he, and then they came up with another card in his lore, uh, Obnixilus Reignited. That's when he, his spark reignited. That's why he's called that. And he got his spark back and that's great. And then they had the commander version of him prior to him losing his spark, which is the planeswalker version. And then they also have the regular version where he's a demon. I call that uh, one Nix- Obnixilus Biker Guy, by the way. Yeah, Obnixilus Biker Guy when he wasn't a demon yet. And then they have the one where he is a demon. And he was really the foundation of the five mana planeswalker, right? Plus one draw card, minus two kill a thing, minus ultimate win the game. It's like, like they, formula... they have that for like every, like what, like the Golgari one, uh, uh, Veraska does that too. And like basically, it's, that's the formula. The formula is plus one, yeah. gain a resource, minus two, take a resource away from your opponent, minus ultimate, kill your opponent. That yeah. was a formula. And Obnixilus was like the OG version of that. He was like yeah. the quintessential, literally, plus one draw card, minus two or three, kill a creature, minus eight, ultimate functionally wins the game and yeah. you can't can't avoid it so uh i think what they're gonna do because he's a demon badass gangster i think it's just gotta be like it's just gotta be ruthless shit right like he's gotta do draw three lose three <laughs> it's gotta be something like it, it, it's gotta be something where it's like it, it, it is it is exploiting in some way like i i would i would not be surprised if they just did what they love to do and which the the thing that i hate that they love to do is use mechanics that they've already created but not keyword them and i imagine that exploit which makes tons of sense for a gangster set mm-hmm. is uh, something that Omnixilis would do. So I think Omnixilis is going to be like, they're going to write it out. Instead of saying exploit something, they're going to yeah, write it all out. Yeah, you can pay a black out. or a white to, yeah. Yeah, and I think I, I think that, uh, that you think he'll just be mono black. I think they will push him into another color. I think they're gonna move him into another color. I I I, I feel as though Obnixilis is the type of dude who would probably be pretty down with the Phyrexians, right? Mm-hmm. I can imagine that he gets completed at some point along the way. Like, oh yeah, Shieldred's like, "Yo, what up, demon? You down to join? You you down to be profession?" That's a good point, Phil. Do you think that there's gonna be another Praetor? Oh yeah, I think Shield Dread for sure is in this. I mean, okay, it's uh, of, of the so it makes sense like they're lining up uh, each Praetor with a, uh, a different plane, yeah, with a plane that they like fit most on. So 
in the plane where it's literally Vikings fucking bashing each other uh, to death in war, it makes sense that Vorinclex yeah. is, is going to be the dude. And then when you're in, you know, super hyper advanced technological Kamigawa, of course, the Blue Praetor, that's all about technology and advancing the society is going to show up there. Yeah. So in in gangster prohibition, it, I, I, I think I think I don't think it's Ourobrask. I don't think Ourobrask has a home here. I he think doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't feel like a gangster prohibition kind of guy. Like Shield Dread could absolutely be like, yeah, I'm running the scenes behind the, in the shadows here. Or Elish Norn, who would be like, I'm running the scenes. Yeah, on I feel stage, like you know, I feel like Elish Norn uh, could could be here too. I don't they know if any here. of these if any of these characters are still alive or that got destroyed. That's the other thing. Like, uh, the, yeah, like, my, I, I my, think my that guess they're here, all still alive. As far as I know, all the predators are still alive. My guess is that Shield Dread shows up in Capenna. Because I think once we actually go back to Phyrexia, and I imagine that we go back to Phyrexia next year, because it would be weird to do one Praetor in each block or each set and then uh, not after Nicobolus like is gone and then not couple go back years. and then yeah. and then wait still to like go back. It's like, it'd be weird to do your build up and then like pull the rug out from under you and then not actually finish the deal. So I think Shieldred shows up here. Urbrask shows up in Lord of the Rings. I think he shows up in modern time Dominaria. <laughs> I'd be so right? mad so, if he showed up in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> if, if he showed up, that, that, I, be, I don't know. I, I would I, flip a table. I'll, I'd be I'll so upset. You, dude, if Gandalf is just Sensei's divine, Magus of the Sensei, top though i will happily welcome i'll have one man anyway so i i think that uh shieldred will be in nuke penna because i think urbras is going to be in dominaria and then i think brother's war is going to be outside of the of the timeline right i think it's going to be a standalone unique thing to itself okay. but dominaria united which is the story as far as i know is dominaria uniting to take on the phyrexians so i think in dominaria united urbras could show up there and then when we go into 2023 we actually go back to new phyrexia and on New Phyrexia, we see that Elish Norn is just like the all powerful now, like the new Nicobolus. So that's I think that, like, that's all, yeah. Elish Norn is like the leader and doesn't show up on another plane because she's too busy ruling over New Phyrexia. All right. MTG the flavoring. We need you in here. Yeah, dude. We need we need the flavoring. We need um, the flavoring. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know. I think that's kind of it for this week, huh? Yeah, I, I I wanted to talk about New Capenna. I wanted to talk about Halo, um, which I'm going to drink so much of. Oh, I'm going to drink so much Halo. <laughs> if it's um, any, if it tastes like Surge, I'm in. If it tastes, yeah, it's it's really so. Uh, it would, how great would it be if at the end of the day, Watsy's just like everybody, please calm down. Halo is Baja Blast. It's it's actually just Crystal Pepsi. We brought it back, it's guys. Just, Crystal yeah, Pepsi. It, we brought it back. <laughs> it's 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 Coca Cola Classic. Oh um, God. But yeah. Anyway, mm. uh, hop in the Discord. Let us know what you want for deck techs because that is going to be something that we're just going to really ramp up on our YouTube channel. We want to. Yep. We want to get that going. We want to be able to deliver on uh, that type of content. And um, oh, uh, sidebar: fucking people start start putting Lavinia in your board for the fucking uh, eight cast matchup. Everybody, everybody's like worried about Kappa Cannoneer, and I'm like, bro, they're not playing removal. Just put Lavinia in your deck He's and counter playing, all the Yeah, spells. I guess that stops that from happening, doesn't it? They just can't even play it it just makes it way more difficult yeah yeah because now they need at least five land oh no it doesn't stop non-creatures but it stops like all their baubles and uh like all the fast shit that they would normally be doing it cuts off uh yeah, long cast unless they have five lands like lavinia needs to show up in more numbers uh renegade the two mana one, yeah, not, not the, five, the mana. five mana one from or the seven anyway. mana one from uh <laughs> rtr i got nothing else grab your lavinias yep. talk to us in discord zach you're handsome and thin oh man thanks i'm feeling i'm feeling good feeling good you you know what you're handsome 
handsome and thin too, Phil. You know what? I'm going to look even more <laughs> handsome and thin once my uh, new Eternal Dirtles merch finally arrives. Oh, yeah. I can't wait, man. I, I actually updated some of the logos and stuff. So if you get a chance, check out our merch store. Uh, we I updated the logo. So it's a, lot, a, a little bit more dynamic now. Um, and yeah, I, I guess that's it for this week. Everybody, uh, be safe. Have a good one. And uh, Phil, I'll see you next week. Ah, you're a monster. Hi, I'm Force of Phil. I can mill all your cards and still. Cast a drill. Copy it ten times like I'm my silver quill. Shadrix thinks he knows me. Elder dragons get so lonely. All his high fantasy show me whimsical ways that we're homies. But he hasn't found out that there's a bounty around. All of the ink that's abound. If I jab a pin in his mouth and then I let him bleed out and wear his skin like a crown. Peering into the abyss of the monarchy that's now bound into my arteries. Part of me feels like a cross between artistry and a plot to peel strawberries. Fruits of my labor are honestly harboring hate for the modesty. I inflate as a posture. Like I'm not a shapeshifter imposter and evil who's obviously a monster. We're like evil twins cause we only copy monsters guns are fucking dumb but you're still up in our crosshairs we don't miss our triggers like some chalice playing fraudsters they're not in our league while we're winning they all drop it send us to the pros where we gobble up some sponsors copy in their clothes on zd becomes a cosplayer cozied up in robes that can only fit us monsters call us monsters if i'm fisher i'm boggling if i'm ursa i'm cobbling if i'm carnoff i'm wishing it's there and bridge that be stopping them look like emily i'm locking them in the red zone they hide Echoing eons of arrows, whip up a dead sacred dragon, secret lair them like cake, baked on a vampire steak, flaked with the blood of a dragon that's been bleeding for days, encased in the sense of a library, exchange our hopes with anxiety, think of the throat like you're violently trying to boast a new dynasty as a monster. We're like evil twins, cause we only copy monsters. Guns are fucking dumb, but you still up in our crosshair. We don't miss our triggers like them chalice playing fraudsters. They're not in our league while we're winning, they all drop there. Send us to the pros where we gobble up them sponsors. Copy in their clothes, Unzd becomes a cosplayer Cozied up in robes that can only fit us monsters Call us monsters I'm like dog my son so you can all now call me Crick I'll correct your face as if a mellish Norning gifts I'm given to the living Swimming in stormy conditions for a distance That if you counted in minutes time would have to walk to finish And run the risk of slipping on the sticky liquid Exhibited in their ribs and requisite a physician To extinguish their injured position With exquisite stitches sifting lipids Through many incisions pitted in divots And slither wispy fringes between ligaments Squishing blistered withered bits of ren and six In a syringe and pins of the stiffness of a strict That stripped and nipped or twitched the tree of perdition And the algorithmic indifference of ten is Quandrics who wanted Shadrix to listen to his opinion that his lack of precision was the linguistic equivalent of the desperate Velamaki and fiction written in hieroglyphic inscriptions by a stringent vicious villain twisted as a wiki tricking sickening sadistic monster slotting your alma mater valedictorian charters and auditorium of otters and lobsters bothered by trauma caught rise by the gore of their fathers who dropped them for a whore and a dollar who's glorified only as a monster killers killing it willing and chilling a billion civilians and grilling their children like chicken that's thickened with fixings and mixed in with pickles and skittles that skips with some nibble and quibble and lick up the drizzle of simple yet sinful spittle that trickles from the tip of this shrivel and shriveled bristles that signal your skin to frill and prickle like a visceral monster we're like evil twins cause we only copy monsters guns are fucking dumb but you're still up in our crosshairs we don't miss our triggers like the chalice play fraudsters they're not in our league while we win and they all drop this send us to the pros where we gobble up the sponsors copy in they clothes on ZD becomes a cosplay cozied up in robes that can only fit us monsters call us monsters